This podcast is sponsored by Thermo.io. Stay tuned for more information about them later in the show. Welcome to the Voices of the Elephant podcast. Each episode of Voices of the Elephant brings you an interview with a member of the PHP community. From project leaders to user group organizers, we talk to the people that are helping make the PHP community special. Welcome to another episode of Voices of the Elephant. We're here in beautiful Austin, Texas. Well, it's not really beautiful. It's raining today, but it was beautiful <laughs> yesterday um, at Longhorn PHP. And my special guest today is Ms. Margaret Staples. Say hi to everybody, Margaret. Hi, everybody. Now, um, for those of you who have never done one of these, the first thing I have people do is pronounce their name and spell their Twitter handle. And yours is Dead Lugosi. Yes, that's correct. It was only, well, when I got the, the box and I started tweeting out pictures and I had to look it up, I always thought your handle was Dead Luigi. <laughs> and I'm trying to put this in and Twitter's going, we don't have a Dead Luigi anywhere. <laughs> yeah, so. I, I definitely am a Mario fan, but like, no, that actually came a lot more from my love of like ancient horror movies. I'm a Bella Lugosi, Bella Lugosi fan. Yes. And also a little bit of a Bauhaus fan. So it's kind of a, it's a, it works for me on multiple levels. Yes. Oh, we'll have to talk offline about <laughs> those. Fair enough. Hey, um, you're now with Twilio, um, a company that at one point I told my friend Keith Casey, look, I'm just sick of people talking to me about Twilio. Can you stop doing such a good job? <laughs> um, but you're now with them, and it's wonderful. We were talking yesterday. It, it's wonderful to see Twilio back in the PHP community, in the PHP space. Um, for a while there, um, you had refocused your efforts, whatever, but um, now that you're a part of it, um, I, I keep seeing y'all pop up at conferences and stuff like that and it's wonderful it's great to see Twilio back talk to us about your first year at Twilio because you're coming up on your anniversary yeah um, I will have been at Twilio one year in June um, and it has been a very exciting and interesting year at Twilio this is my first uh, grown-up corporate job I was a mercenary contractor for about ever before this (laughs) Um, but I decided that it was time for me to um, figure out a more long-term plan so I wasn't hunting for work every so many months uh, Mm -hmm. and could instead start looking ahead and making long-term plans which is gets when you get to be a certain age (laughs) it becomes important so I was looking around and um, I had some friends who talked me into considering DevRel as a possibility in addition to I was looking for senior software engineering jobs like I always had Mm -hmm. Um, but once I agreed that that was even a possibility my friend Tessa Mero started sending me jobs and she's like (laughs) apply for this apply for this apply for this and you know what Tessa is a force to be reckoned with so I certainly did not say no Um, and that is how I ended up uh, submitting for a Java uh, developer evangelist position at Twilio. I had just been doing uh, Java APIs for Comcast. So I'm like, sure, whatever. Tessa, mm-hmm. Tessa knows that I have been doing some Java things mm-hmm. and she thinks this is an awesome company. I will give it a go. And it just sort of melded into all of the other companies I was interviewing with. Um, and so it wasn't until they were like, all right, come on down that I, I did a, like, a little retrospective and realized that I had had about six different interviews with members of this team and had actually very much enjoyed every single one of them. Nice. <laughs> Which is, I found to be a very good sign Mm -hmm. Um, and it turns out that they very much enjoyed me as well and uh, they made me an offer and I signed (coughs) up and I have been on a profoundly lovely adventure ever since Um, 
it's different from just software engineering. It actually reminds me a lot of once upon a time, a very long time ago, I did childcare work. <laughs> and um, I could see the similarities. Yeah. <laughs> well, the thing is, this taps into all sorts of aspects of my creativity that I haven't actually been called on to do mm -hmm. um, outside of just like my hobby life ever since then. But now um, Twilio really encourages us to be creative, uh, to connect with the communities that we know better than anybody else on the team. It's because that's that's why we were hired is because we're embedded in these valuable communities and we have those relationships and who would know better than us how to connect with them and support them. Uh, so I have gotten to do lots of fun experiments. Uh, you may have seen uh, Twilio scrunchies around yeah. at some events. That was uh, my brainchild that the team loved and absolutely went after me for more and more and more of those. So now they are official, officially part of the Twilio swag collection. Uh, the Twilio education team, this is one of the first things that I learned when I joined was, first of all, there is a Twilio education team and how fabulous is that? Mm -hmm. um, and they had created something called Twilio Quest. Oh. And that was uh, that is an 8-bit style gamification of a bunch of micro tutorials to give people a bird's eye view of all of the different APIs that Twilio offers and all the cool stuff that you can do with them while also leveling up, getting experience points, sometimes loot. You can equip your avatar. Mm -hmm. Super cool. Um, so I fell in love with this idea. As you know, I am a former and probably future indie game developer mm -hmm. so I latched onto this as the cutest thing in the world and I asked the education team if it was cool if I took it on the road and they were like yes but also we don't know how that would work so let us know how that goes <laughs> and I know you have seen my sponsor tables since I've been running Twilio Quest uh, in the field because I cover them with arcade prizes yes um, and that is because every time I run Twilio Quest at an event I let people come cash in every 300 point block that they earn for one of the fabulous arcade prizes that I display on the table uh, one of our favorites is definitely the unicorn fidget spinner oh um, but I also, my, my persistent second favorite is the wide variety of rubber ducks that I keep on hand uh, because, of course, rubber ducking is very a very important, important part yes. of the developer experience. So I've got zombie rubber ducks, and I've got monster rubber ducks, and I've got <laughs> pixel rubber ducks, and I've got, I've got punk rock rubber ducks, which I, I, actually, one, I, yes. I actually call these my snipey ducks snipey, very because I love nice. snipey head. And um, she, she is obviously embodied in the punk rock ducks with, yep. the, with the awesome mohawks. So I love that. Um, so that's been a whole lot of fun. And I love my Twilio team. Like, as a mercenary contractor, you it's basically like you're interacting with a company through an API. You have a very finite number of in and out points, and mm -hmm. that is your entire relationship with that company. But now that I am a part of a team, I am really loving that experience. Mm -hmm. um, Twilio really, especially the developer network that I am a member of, uh, focuses a lot on the value of empathy. That's one of the top priorities that they hire for, and that has resulted in this amazing group of people that are compassionate and they are kind and they are supportive and they have this willingness to be vulnerable with each other that really inspires so much more creativity in each one of us and as a group and it's just been this profoundly amazing thing and now looking back I can't imagine why I spent so long without a team <laughs> now that I know how awesome they can be so that's where I'm at yeah well that answers the question um the lovely and talented Kathy is traveling with us uh, with me for this um thing and she'd never seen your table with the Twilio <laughs> quest and she um sitting over there one uh, yesterday she says why is the Twilio table outfitted like a, a skee-ball 
prize table. I'm like, well, that's basically what it is these days. Because I was born to run an arcade, and I am doing it. Well, you have some great, cute little prizes, the little 8-bit sunglasses. Um, of course, my favorite is, is still the um, Skull and Crossbones um, armband. I love those. <laughs> those are cool. Yes. Yes. I, I also have sequin slap bracelets, which are which are pretty popular. Just lots of fun stuff. Basically, I love bringing the kid I'm having 80s flashbacks out. now, so you well, know, hey, the slap bracelets. Shout out to my childhood. It is what it is. <laughs> but I love bringing the kid out in people, because we really are just tall children yeah. and and that's where so much of the joy in life comes so if i can tap into that kid and that love of learning i think it just creates a better experience for everybody i will say this um totally has a history of being very creative with their booths and um i used to uh, i i used to give a talk to recruiters and I would bring up Twilio as the example of if you're going to go to conferences, be there, understand your audience. Because um, Keith Casey, who I once compared to P.T. Barnum, the P.T. <laughs> Barnum of the tech world, um, he, he just really understood how to draw a crowd. And Twilio let him run with it. And it, it was great because so many vendors I see, and I, I've done this myself, um, just become t-shirt vendors. You know? Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, you show up, everybody shows up, they grab the t-shirts. As soon as the t-shirts are gone, the conversations are over. You know? Yeah, well, I mean, there's not a guidebook. And right. I think that that I think that the default is you receive this, this stack of swag from your company. So obviously what you're being asked to do is hand it out. Mm -hmm. And if you don't, like... At Twilio, I have been encouraged over and over and over again, experiment, try ideas out, be creative. But I think if you're not getting that message, then mm -hmm. you've got just like a fill in the blank after I have given away the swag. Yeah. And there's no guidebook to tell you what's next. And, you, and everybody just has to figure it out for themselves. Absolutely. I, I am glad to see. I mean, I was doing DevRel back when it was me and Jay Pipes from MySQL. And that was it. <laughs> and we didn't even have a name for it. They just called us community guys. Sure. Um, but... Now we have conferences for mm -hmm. DevRel. We have a, a thriving Facebook group. That, Slack group. Yes. You know, I'm not even on the Slack group, but I know <laughs> about the Facebook group. But they, um, people are starting to, to, to figure out how yes. to do this and do it well. Information sharing is important. And, and that is, um, that, that's vital in this because I've, I've been the person with, as soon as the t-shirts are gone, nobody's there anymore. Nobody wants to talk to you. And uh, that's no fun. Yeah. So, but you also don't want to be the person that is, um, well, you can't have the T-shirt until we have a conversation, you know, because that. Yeah. You, that it, point, it, it's important to find a happy medium between it, I am just here to hand you things yeah. and you are forced to have whatever conversation with and me. Twilio always finds the people that understand how to strike that balance. And uh, like I said, uh, Keith used to do it very well. You're continuing that tradition. And while Thank I don't you. get to see. Um, Twilio outside of the PHP community, I'm sure that if this is any representation, that they do a great job they at, really do. in all the communities they participate in. Yep, the, my teammates inspire me all the time. They have these really amazing things. In Europe, apparently <gasps> having baristas at conferences mm. is a lot more normal than it is here. And so um, one of our guys in Europe, his name is Dom, and he's based in Berlin, and he wrote an app called Twilio Barista. Oh. And so people at those conferences can text in their order, and they get a text back when their coffee is ready, or their macchiato, or mm. their mocha, or whatever they've ordered. And then they just go up, and there's That's no line or anything. Phenomenal. It is. It's so, And it's, it's now, one of those things where it's serving the community, and that's what makes it great. Y'all did that at? Sunshine. Yes. And I we assume that up. was your... We teamed up. Another uh, another one of the sponsors that were there, they had decided to sponsor by bringing a barista in, and I asked them, 
would it be all right if we used Twilio Barista with this barista that you're bringing in? And they said, yes, we love Twilio. We use Twilio. Let us team up in this as well. And um, (laughs) I have inside information on another upcoming conference that I know you're at least negotiating with to do the same thing. We are definitely talking about it. Um, The thing is, in Europe, since the barista is standard, it's Mm -hmm. so much easier to just add on top of that whereas uh, in the state since it's unusual you have to take into account all of the logistics of making it be a special extra thing yeah. and it's not always worth what you have to trade to not do with that same amount of uh, money and resources and logistics time yeah and then you're talking about your twilio scrunchies um the first time i saw those was in uh, at sunshine this year and um again the lovely and talented kathy was <laughs> able to come down friday evening but i saw them um thursday i think when I got there a Friday morning when I got there and you only had a few of them and I'm like <laughs> I'm gonna grab one of those for her and so uh, you, you'll let me take one and I walked down walked around the entire day with a scrunchie on my wrist just waiting for her to get there because I wanted to remember to give it to her because I thought stylish. it was the coolest yes. thing oh she loves hers so <laughs> hey uh, let's take a pause real quick for our sponsor Thermo IO is something new Thermo gives developers the ability to innovate. They give you the power to create and destroy. They give you your own sandbox to play in so that you can build your next castle. Thermo provides high availability cloud computing for you to use as you see fit. The environments are priced by the hour, so you only pay for what you use. The Thermo control panel allows you to build, rebuild, grow, and shrink your environments on the fly. Here's the thing that sets Thermo apart from its competitors. Thermo support is available anytime you need them. The team is ready for your questions when you have them, not just when support is open. Visit their website today at thermo.io and start building your next great project. And we're back. Now, um, let's finish it up with um, some talk about some out, some, st- some work you do outside of specifically the PHP community, although I'm sure this includes some PHP work. Yes. Um, you work um, with the women who code in what area? In the Seattle area. In the Seattle area, okay. Uh, yes, uh, they are an amazing, vibrant group, and one of the things that, uh, through my work at Twilio, I am attempting to serve Seattle area in addition to PHP developers, and I'm also attempting to serve underrepresented demographics that in the development community. Mm-hmm. Um, And so I was looking around in Seattle to see what groups already existed there that I could support. And I found that the women, there was a Women Who Code chapter there, which Mm -hmm. I've always wanted to check out. My friend Emily Stamey raves about them. She is over the moon about the work that they do. And so I'm like, great, I can show up. I can check this out. I've Mm -hmm. already got a friend telling me it's awesome. So I show up and it is amazing. They've got, they've got, they've packed a room. They've got this panel full of amazing women at various stages uh, and through in various roles in the tech community Um, and I just love the energy I immediately fell in love with the energy in this group and so I approached the organizers to say hey could we partner on some stuff like I had been thinking at the time about hosting a hardware hack event around the holidays Mm -hmm. to make um, a holiday LED ornament that you can control via text message using one of the Twilio programmable SIM cards because I just desperately needed an excuse to play with the Twilio programmable (laughs) SIM cards 
love hardware hacking. Not good at it, but I love it. Um, and they said, yes, that sounds awesome. Let's do it. And so we partnered on that and we packed the house. There were there were 90 women there and we had a waiting list of mm. people that wanted to come in and learn about hardware hacking and learn this project. And we, I did a survey at the beginning to find out people's experience level. Mm-hmm. And it turned out that we had a lot of people who were interested in hardware hacking, but had never done it. Huh. So I got to do fun stuff like talk about soldering basics, like explain how breadboards work. And it was this very, very inviting, inclusive, supportive group who were just so enthusiastic. They spontaneously organized a follow-up event hmm. at a local maker space to work together to prototype some of these things like in a space that would facilitate that for people that didn't have their own soldering irons that mm-hmm. were maybe nervous about setting things on fire in their apartment, that sort of thing. <laughs> and it and they just they just automatically came together to support each other and like continue the process. And I hosted another event with them that the this last February uh, post Valentine's thing, we brought Charity Majors in to come speak to the group. She's an amazing technologist, and she had amazing things to share with the group. And a woman came up to me during that event to show me that she had completed, and I mean really completed, one of these holiday ornaments. Like she'd finished it out, she had wired it up so that it was free hanging. It was it was it, like the battery was integrated. Mm. She she'd finished it out with like a little like clay wreath around the LED hoop. Oh, nice. And and she just wanted to show me that she had completed it and it looked beautiful and she just had to show it off to me and like just my heart like exploded. I was just so <laughs> so happy. So I have been getting to do some work with the Women Who Code group in Seattle, and it's just been hugely rewarding. It's an amazing group of people, and I highly recommend that if you look out there and see that there's one in your area, that you push people that direction. It's an amazing supportive group and they could always use more organizers and they could always welcome more attendees and they do great partnerships with other local organizations in whatever region. It's just, they're phenomenal. They're yeah. phenomenal. That's all. They That's have a all. burgeoning group in um, the the Palm Beach area um i think the first meeting was in um palm beach gardens um but uh, the lovely and talented kathy decided she was gonna go so i went because they were in meeting in panera mm-hmm. and so i'm like okay i'll Yum. take my ipad i'll go sit over here <laughs> and uh, but she had a ball and yeah. um and i really hope that that group um grows because we have a growing tech community in Palm Beach, but it's just getting started. And um, I would love to see a, a, a wide diversity of interest groups grow like this. And I keep an eye on all the meetups that are coming up in my area, just saying, okay, not necessarily which ones do I want to go to because this is interesting, but which ones do I want to go to so I can help promote them, you know, and, um, and and get these get people excited. Um, you know, I, I'm part of the, the, the crypto hacking <laughs> Meetup. I, I have no idea about this, but it's something that's important. So I want to encourage people to go. So I'll, I'll attend a meeting and then tweet about it and try totally. to get people excited about it. So, well, I want to thank you so much for taking the time to be with us here today on Voices of the Elephant. I want to thank Twilio for um, being a, a vibrant part of our community. So many sponsors. We went through this um, with Microsoft, and, and I'm not saying this to degrade them because they learned their lesson, but for the longest time, back in the um, mid to late 2000s, Microsoft was known as the PHP bartender. Okay, <laughs> They'd show up at a conference, they would um, sponsor the open uh, open bar, or you know somebody had a credit card and we'd just go with that, you know, that kind of stuff. And while we did appreciate it, don't, <laughs> don't get me wrong, um, that's not 
the way to participate in a community. And um, they learned their lesson and they are now um, active participants in our community. But I, I appreciate Twilio always being a participant in our community. And thank you for everything that you're doing to help foster that. Well, thank you for being a part of the vibrant community because it is community that makes it work. No single human being can create a community. We all have to do this together. And I love that that is something that is always happening in the PHP space. There are always people contributing to create that yeah. community. Yeah, and we were talking, um, I, I, was, uh, I was talking to somebody um, last night at the after party. Um, there's a new conference coming up, PHP Detroit, mm -hmm. and I got to be a friend of mine, a coworker of mine is organizing it, and I got to be part of the CFP, and I got to see the schedule before he published it, and I told him, I said, the thing that excites me is I know less than half of these people. You know, we've yes, got new absolutely. people coming in. It, it, I, I'm all for, you know, if we can get Sebastian Bergman to talk about PHP unit, man, that's great. But it's also great to see new blood coming absolutely. into a community and um, stepping up. I'm so. very excited about PHP Detroit. It's a very underserved region, and I love that they are getting community conference there. And you're absolutely right. I love the opportunities that these community conferences create. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, I want to thank you, and thank you, audience, for um, sticking with us for another episode, and we'll see you right here next week on Voices of the Elephant. Thanks for listening to Voices of the Elephant. Voices of the Elephant is copyright EICC Incorporated and released under a Creative Commons attribution, no derivatives, share and share alike license. To nominate someone to be a guest on Voices of the Elephant, visit our website and click on the nominate link. The URL is voicesoftheelephant.com. Elephant is, of course, spelled E-L-E-P-H-P-A-N-T.